Hello there, friends, and welcome to the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Miller, and I'm so glad that you're here today. Today we are doing the 2021 Word, and we have my lovely friend Sydney here with us today, and she's going to be sharing about her (laughs) Word of the Year. So a little about Sydney. She's an amazing human with such a beautiful heart for people and is just so caring and wonderful, and I'm so thankful she's here today to share with us. So Sydney... (laughs) Yes. Can you tell us a little about yourself? Yes. Okay. So like Rachel said, my name is Sydney. Um, I'm from the south suburbs of Chicago, born and raised. It's a good place to be. We love the city. I am a fourth grade teacher, um, also in the south suburbs. I'm loving it. It's a weird year to be a first year teacher for sure, but love my kids. It's been a good time. If you're into Enneagram, I'm a two wing one. <laughs> we learn lots about ourselves through the Enneagram. She's a super cool human. And a fun story, we actually met um, in Spain because we both were studying abroad. Yes. And even though we're both from the Midwest, we met halfway across the world. Yeah. It was our first day at school (laughs) that she walked over and I apparently I looked like someone that she knew from school. Yes. And we started talking (laughs) and realized that the day before when we were coming to Spain, like the part of Spain where we were staying... We had the same experience of just crazy, crazy travels because we took the same route, but just hours apart. And so we had the same crazy experience and just connected on that. I actually totally forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. I remember because I did it by myself, but you had your friend from school that like you guys traveled together. So crazy that we met in a different country and now we live in the same area and are able to hang out and be close, which is amazing. I love it. Super awesome. Super fun. Thank you for joining us today. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited. So glad to be here. So we're going to be talking about your 2021 word, but I also just want to ask you, what was your 2020 like, like leading up to this year where you have these words that are (laughs) kind of guiding your focus for the year? Yeah. What was the year like leading up to it? Um, Okay. So I was a senior. I graduated last spring, technically um, without a ceremony. So it never really felt official. And I'm sure you can relate Mm because you were in the same situation. My school ended up shutting down like it was like March 13 or something like that but we left school and I was actually in the middle of my student teaching internships still kind of like testing out the waters and making sure that's what I wanted to do and so that was supposed to be a good chunk of my 2020 and it ended up being very different I moved back in with my family I have four sisters so house full of six girls and my poor dad um (laughs) I I feel really bad for him over the course of COVID kind of like relearning how to be around my sisters because we have not I have not lived at home during college yeah with all of them so it was a little crazy and then started my first teaching job in August of 2020 which like went into it being like yes everything's gonna be back to normal and then they were like nope just kidding you gotta teach remotely so it was pretty crazy thankful that it's over but you know, hoping that the future gets even better. Yeah. <laughs> Starting to a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, you're definitely thrown into a lot of crazy situations. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so yeah. what is your 2021 word? Yeah, so I actually have two. One of them is like bigger and like my more focused word. And then the second one just kind of came because of the first word and because of the job I'm in and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So my words are trust and joy and... I wrote down trust when I wrote it down on my wall as confianza, which is the Spanish word for trust, just because I like it. It sounds better. That's awesome. So how did these words come about? Okay, so trust is actually not a new word to me in 2021. It started probably mid-2019, just 
kind of through some situations I was in kind of became like a word I knew I needed to focus on. But generally, I'm when I meet somebody, just a very immediately trusting person. Like you show me you can that I can trust you and I will trust you until you prove to me otherwise. And sometimes that works out well for me and I meet some really great people and other times it's come to like kind of bite me in the butt and I've lost like a lot of friends through just like I trust them and then they'll turn their backs on me. Just experiences like that have slowly broke down my trust but I find that I trust people more than I trust God and so these Mm. situations would happen of like oh yeah this person walked out of my life and I'd be like seriously God are you kidding me like why is this happening so that was a big reason for trust another reason for trust was because I'm such a planner with my Enneagram (laughs) I'm like the mom friend who somebody's like oh you want to go do this okay yeah and then I'll go and plan the entire thing like a weekend trip somewhere I'll have an itinerary like (laughs) I've got everything figured out I always want to like kind of be in control of my situation so when things like you know people walking out of my life would happen or like when COVID happened, plans changing mm. so suddenly and quickly and having to adjust, it was kind of like, why are you doing this? I need to know a why. I don't understand. This isn't part of my plan. So the more I was like reflecting on it, especially over the last couple of months, um, the more I was realizing like I'm putting my trust a lot in people, but not in God. And I needed to fix that so that it was more putting my trust in God and then trusting other people because I trust God. Um, And then joy stems from that as well. So I find that like the more trust I have in God, the more joyful my life is. And joy also came about because of the job that I'm in. So being around kids, you have to constantly be positive and upbeat. Um, And I was having a very hard time with that when my school told us we were staying remote. And so Mm -hmm. I was having a very hard time kind of adjusting to this idea of like, I might not meet this class in person ever. Um, And so with starting to learn more about trust over the summer, I kind of decided like I need a word that's going to reflect in my classroom as well to my kids. And then hopefully outside of my classroom to the people around me, um, which turned into joy. That's awesome. What do you feel like God has been showing you through those words, like about himself? I, like I said, always trust people more than I trust God. But, um, I think the reason for that is I've always had kind of a hard time like reading through the Bible and like connecting it to my life and feeling like it applies to me and like really getting something from the words of God. And so as this year started, I started doing a read through the Bible in a year with my church. And as I started to do that, I started off with like a prayer of like, God, show me how this applies to my life. Help me to make these connections, stuff like that. And the more that I've read through these Old Testament scriptures. So we're reading through in chronological order, which means we've read through like Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Job. And the more I've read through it, the more I've seen God like working through that overarching story. Um, I've seen bits and pieces of it like throughout Sunday school and like growing up in a Christian school. So I knew the general story, but seeing that like flow in chronological order of how people trusted God and how he comes through every single time. Like Mm. the Israelites whine and complain about where they are and what their situation (laughs) is. They're like, we'd rather go back to Egypt. And God's like, are you kidding me? Like I told you to trust me. It's going to happen. And then, you know, years later it happens or days later it happens or instantly it happens. 
his timing is perfect. All you have to do is trust him because his promises are going to come through no matter what. God always does what he says he's going to yeah, do. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Sometimes it's not on our timeline, which yeah. I'm still learning about. I'm mm. still learning, but yeah. yeah. It's yeah. hard to understand why it's hard for us to trust God rather than people. Yeah. Because people fail us. Yeah. And God oh, does yeah. not fail us. But still, sometimes we put our trust in people rather than God. And right. it's a hard Right. Hard it definitely is. And that's like one of the things that's been the hardest challenge for me is like learning where I can take that trust in people and apply it to God. And I think it's hard for me because like people are tangible. Mm-hmm. Like you can see them and you can see like, oh, yes, they did this thing that makes me trust them. You can't see God, which is where faith comes in. And like you have to believe that based on like the Bible and his promises in the Bible and coming through in those, like, yes, you can put your trust in him, but like, he's not tangible. So it's so much harder to do that. Yeah. Yeah. What about for the word joy? Do you feel like you've been learning about him through the word joy? Yeah. I think just like, I mean, especially the part where it struck me the most was like when I was reading through, um, Exodus, when the people leave and then they have that whole section where like everybody's singing and dancing and rejoicing. Like Mm -hmm. they trusted God. And so they were able to like see, Oh, he came through for us and then rejoice in that. So like right after the red sea. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there's like Miriam's song and everything like that. So seeing that and how these people, like when they trusted in God, how much joy they had because like, yes, they saw that situation fulfilled, but they could also see like how God works through that situation. So I think it's been the same in my life of like, you know, once I started seeing like God's coming through for me, like I can, I know I can trust him. Like little Mm -hmm. things here and there would pop up. Like my kids would just make little comments and stuff like that. Like when I needed them, they just bring me so much more joy in my day. And then I find like my whole day is a lot happier. So what do you feel like you've been learning about other people through these words? Because like you said, like it's hard to, because we can trust people to an extent, but not like how we can trust God and joy. Like how do those two play into your relationship with other people? Um, I think especially in this last year, I don't know if you're in the same situation, but I found like graduating from college, there was this community at college of like, I had people anytime I needed someone, I could go and find someone. Part of my job in college was just to like meet people and bring them into the community. And when I left college, my thought was like, oh yeah, I'll still have all these people. Like we'll keep in contact. I live like 10 minutes from the school I went to. So I was like, nice and close to anybody who hadn't graduated, anybody else in the area. Mm-hmm. And the further removed I got from school, the more I realized like how few relationships were actually sticking. Mm-hmm. But it also showed me like who I really can trust, who I can go to when I have a problem, who I can rely on. These people are intentionally placed in my life that I can trust them and kind of like what trust looks like on level like where it's healthy and positive yeah yeah and then with joy it's the same thing like being around those people like every time I get to see one of those people like I have a couple of very close friends one of them is you so coming tonight was just like so much joy in my day like I'm 50 50 introvert extrovert so like I have that little like oh I don't want to do this I just want to go lay in my bed yeah but then as soon as I get into the situation especially with those close friends like my day is just so much joy so much better um and like especially like being around people who are also christians like seeing how they're how god's working in their lives and stuff like that brings Mm -hmm. me a lot of joy in my day yeah yeah what do you feel like you've learned about yourself with focusing on trust and joy the first thing i've probably learned about myself is like how overly trusting i can be Mm. which 
has proved to be a little bit dangerous in the past. Um, like looking back at past relationships, I've just like thrown myself into the deep end of those relationships really soon. A lot of times it causes pain, which is really hard for me to recover from then because I'm like so confused about what happened and like I thought I could trust that person. But also it's showing me more and more like where I need to redirect my trust mm. and where my trust is lacking, um, like specifically in what areas I need to go to God and like what I need to do, like what what time I need to spend with him instead of like spending it with these other people pondering like why did this relationship end or like why mm. did this person walk out of my life, stuff like that. So that's something that it showed me that I can improve on. With joy, It's it's been my being able to find joy in the little moments like it was very hard in the last year I was very yeah. just like not in a good place when school ended because I was just so lonely at home and like most of my friends were way too far to see every day and busy so it was hard to like get in contact with a lot of people and stay in consistent contact with a lot of people but it's little things like um, like for example one of my kids walking up to me and just like telling me a dumb joke and that'll change the whole mood of my day. And seeing, like, these little things can change my mood. I just have to be willing to let them. Because it's been very much, like, negative in the last year. And so I would let those little things. I'd be like, oh, that's great. And then I'd let it slide and let my mm. negative mood take over. So finding joy in those little moments has been a huge thing that I've learned I can do. And totally changes the mood of my day. Yeah. 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 Because joy is definitely a choice rather than an emotion, kind of like what you're talking yeah. about. And sometimes it's so easy for us to grab onto those negative things and let that resonate rather than grabbing onto the things that bring joy and letting yeah. that oh, resonate. Yeah. So, yeah, well, that's the thing. I feel like with negative things, you know, they live in the back of your head forever and you sit up at 3 a.m. like three years from now and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that thing happened. Mm-hmm. Like there's things even now that have happened in the last two weeks where I'm like, oh, I can't believe I said that. And it's way harder to remember those, like, super joyful moments. But even the tiny things, like, I've started writing them down of just, like, I'm so grateful this happened. This Mm -hmm. was, like, something that brought me joy today. Just stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. What would you tell someone who's struggling with the concepts of trust and joy? They're struggling to trust God or they're struggling to find joy in their life. What would you Hmm. say to them? First, I would say I totally understand where you're at because I've been there. Um, It's a real thing, and it was something that I felt like I had to kind of work through alone, Um, but you don't. There's lots of other people out there, I learned, who have struggled through the same thing at least at one point in their lives. Uh, Maybe not for a super long time, but a lot of people have struggled with that. But honestly, I think, like, as cliche as it sounds, like, going to the Bible and really digging deep into those verses, one of the first experiences I ever had with the combination after like realizing like I really needed to trust God to get joy and to be content where I'm at and with his plan for me in the season of life I'm in was I worked at a summer camp in Frankfurt for two years and my second summer it was right after a really bad breakup and I was just so like mad at God and mad at everything I was like but one of my campers had never really like read through the Bible before and we had quiet time every day and one of my other campers had loaned her like a beginner picture Bible and she was going through and got to Job and was reading through and she saw um, Job 121, which is right after everything has been taken from Job, his kids, his livelihood, his houses, all of his servants, everything has been taken from him. He like 
is weeping and mourning, but in the midst of his weeping and mourning, his friends and everybody are saying, like, curse God and die. Like, forget about him. He screwed you over. Don't worry about him. Just move on. Like, just say, like, why'd you do this? Move on. And Job's like, no, I'm not going to do that because, like, God gives us stuff and God takes it away. And, like, I'm still going to praise him despite that. Mm. And one of my campers, this new one to reading the Bible, that's the verse she happened to open to, like, two days after my breakup. So... She calls me over and she's like, Miss Sydney, what does this verse mean? And I had to like explain to her, like, you know, God's still good and we have to trust that he is going to make this season better than anything we could ever expect because it's in his plan for us. And like saying those words out loud was the first time I realized like, oh my goodness, I'm struggling with trusting God. Yeah. So seeing those two things at work in like how Job rejoiced even in his suffering because he knew he could trust God and that God's plan for his life was going to be better than what it had been before. Yeah. And that's he, everything, he gets everything back and gets back more in the end of mm-hmm. the chapter or in the end of the book of Job. So just seeing how God worked through that, like really pointed that out in my own life. So like really going to the Bible is something yeah. that, if you're struggling with trust and you're struggling with joy, since they go hand in hand, you can see those play out. Like when you trust God, you will have joy in your situation. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. A couple of things. First of all, that story gave me (laughs) chills because that's so cool how God used, first of all, he used you to speak to that camper who was newly reading the Bible, Mm -hmm. but also he was using the very words that you were speaking to her to speak to you. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Second of all, this is a spoiler alert, but I'm going to do an episode about Job coming up very soon. Yes. So that's very timely. Yes, yes. Job is very a very good book. It's a great book. If you can figure out what the heck is going on, it is a wonderful book to dive yes. into. Yes. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So how have you seen, I think sometimes when we focus on certain things, Satan can kind of try to use that against us, but God can still obviously prevail and mm-hmm. like use that in our lives. Have you seen that, like having a struggle with trust and joy or yeah. just like ways that God's really shown up with those words? Yeah. Um, so the most obvious way is that um, I just started getting like, just like little fears of like, well, what if I, what if I trust God and he decides like, you know, this desire I have to be married and to have kids is like not what he wants from me. Just, like, little fears here and there, like, what if I'm not supposed to be a teacher? What if I'm in the wrong profession? Stuff like that, where I, you know, felt like I was trusting God, but then also was still trying to have a little bit of control over my life. And so that fear started to creep in. Definitely planted by the devil, like, Mm. trying to get a foothold. I have a very long commute to work, and so I started listening to podcasts um, to and from work. And at the beginning of the year, I started listening to podcasts, and they started, like, like the titles I would look at and they had nothing to do with fear. And then I'd be listening to the podcast and they all start talking about like recognizing fear in your life mm-hmm. and like little things that you can do to like overcome fear. And as soon as I recognize wow. like, oh yeah, like I have this, this fear <laughs> planted in my heart of like, what happens if I trust God and like what I want in my life doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I recognize that and started like praying about that, my podcast, same thing, nothing in the title about it, but like, the host would mention something about like trusting God. And then the devotions I was reading were talking about like giving all of your, um, your worries to God and trusting him and like knowing his plan would be better for your life. So just like the turnaround of like, it was put in those podcasts of like, here's what you need to work on. And then as soon as I started like recognizing that it turned back into 
this wow. is this is what trust looks like and here's some things to help you like totally turned it around and helped me recognize mm. even more like what I needed to be doing in my life to further trust God. Wow. Yeah. God definitely speaks to us. Yeah. And if it's repeated, <laughs> it's important. He's coming yes. at us with these, yes. what we need to do. That's definitely. Awesome. And then this is kind of maybe a weird question. Yeah. But have you had certain like Bible verses or images or symbols that you relate to the words trust or joy? Yeah. Um, like I said, Job 121, that one's like, you know, the typical like, Instagram bio verse that's the one that I like apply to my life everywhere and the one like I always fall back on but actually another one is um Isaiah 55 9 which you've talked about on the podcast before and actually like you talked about it right after I read it and um I saw it it popped out at me and I was like that's a really good verse I got it engraved on a ring I wear it every single day to remind me um it just talks about how like God's thoughts and ways are higher than ours and how we can like try all we want to but like ultimately we're not going to understand what his thoughts and ways are and his plan for our lives so we just have to trust him Mm -hmm. um but yeah so that is a verse that has like just been popping up again and again and like those two verses are ones that I really associate with trust those are the ones that like when I've had the the biggest struggle with like I don't know what to do right now those are the verses that end up showing up like in what I'm reading or what I'm listening to Mm. yeah I love that yeah yeah Awesome. Yeah. Do you have anything else that you want to share about your words? Oh, yeah. Just, I mean, trust is a huge thing and continue to pray about it all the time. Um, Even if you don't think you are having problems trusting God, like that's just something you should constantly be praying about, thinking about, because it it goes with every single area of life because like ultimately he's the one who's going to create the plan for our life he already knows what's happening we just have to trust him and promise or he promises us like we are going to have a good life that we can live to the full even if we don't understand it we have to let go of that control and he is going to direct our path That's really good yeah thank you so much for sharing with yeah. us today it's a pleasure to have you here on the podcast Happy to be here <laughs> and so thank you for joining us today everyone for today's episode of life is God is good. And thank you so much, Sydney, for joining us. And I hope to see you all next week.